0: I'm too sexy for my cosplay I'm too sexy for my cosplay On Cosplay Cafe Yeah, I'm a cosplayer You know what I mean And I do my little turn on the con floor Yeah, on the con floor Oh, on the con floor Yeah, I do my little turn on the con floor And I'm I'm too sexy for my cosplay. I'm too sexy for my cosplay. I'm cosplay cafe, and I'm too sexy for the song. Welcome, welcome! Happy spooky season, everyone! I wanted to be a witch, but I settled for evil sorcerer tonight because it's spooky season. Finally, doesn't feel like it, it's like 80 degrees out here, but you know what, we make do, we pretend. So, tonight's episode, we're kicking off October with Super Villainy, with one of the most dastardly cosplayers I know. So before I bring him out, I'm going to run our ad roll. Pokéballs by Crayle is your one-stop shop for handmade magical creations that celebrate all the Pokémon universe has to offer. Available on com that's C-R-A-Y-L-E-V-A-N-E-S-T dot com, and possibly coming to a con near you. One nightmare destroyed Aiden O'Donnell. Aiden Gray, a.k.a. Scorcher, was born out of those ashes. The Forces of Nature trilogy is about the destructive powers of having superpowers that you don't understand and can't control. It's about redemption, about finding love and finding yourself. You can find the first two books, Scorcher and Thin Ice, online wherever books are sold. You can also pre-order the Upcoming audiobook for Scorcher at com. That's w dot y G-U-E-N-T-N-E-R. All right. Welcome back, everyone, after the ads hopefully you just watched them and didn't take a quick commercial break uh so tonight's guest is one of my dear friends he is the narrator for my upcoming audiobook a little plug there i'll tell you more about that later he is extremely talented in everything he does he is a writer also he's a cosplayer he's again a voice actor you need to check out his instagram because he's doing voice-tober. Uh, The one, the only, Chris Jowers, a.k.a. Mr. J. Welcome.
1: Make me wait. I am not a waiter. I am a doer, and I like to do things.
0: (laughs) (laughs) That sounds dangerous.
1: Well, I'm not boring, I'll say that. (laughs) You look fantastic. You look absolutely amazing. I know Cersei personally. And you are bringing it. (laughs) Left. (laughs) Left.
0: Why? Thank you, thank you. As do you.
1: Well, I try. You know, when you're single and you're looking to mingle, you've got to you got to always look your best. <laughs>
0: oh, what happened to punchline?
1: We don't. We don't talk about punchline. We don't. We don't bring up punchline. You don't go from Harley Quinn to like some hacky character created by a writer trying to fill a gap. You just don't do that. So we don't talk about. That's not a promising guy. Just gonna say that. Just not.
0: <laughs> <laughs> Absolutely valid. So how are you on this um spooky evening?
1: Well, I'm enjoying finally it being October. As you know, that's my Christmas. That's that's my holiday season. And so I would love going out there causing a little bit of havoc, a little bit of fun. You know, maybe, you know, a couple of
0: homicides.
1: You know, just just whatever I feel like doing. Whatever I'm in the, the moment to do. <laughs>
0: now, for legal purposes, that's okay. in character. It's do a joke. What, mm-hmm. Do do what I do. <laughs> <laughs> So, you think you might let me talk to Chris? God,
1: hold on a moment. Let me get hold on. Let me get. Find your inner sexy. Find your egotist. Find that nutcase. Okay, what's up?
0: (laughs) Well, first of all, uh, Ryan Permission says, "Hey, you guys, ladies and gentlemen, let's broaden our minds." Lawrence, (laughs) hey Ryan. So, so, Chris, why don't you tell the
1: back to eighty nine right there? Gotta love it.
0: Oh, and Ryan says you want to know how I got these scars?
1: Oh my God! If I I have not gone one Joker appearance in the ten plus years of being the Joker without hearing that line. Ever since, ever since Heath Ledger's amazing portrayal, I hear that all the time. Like every single time I suit up.
0: I mean valid. He left a mark on the character. Oh I least, mean, Do you it's, it's, have do you have a favorite joker? Aside from yourself, of course. I mean,
1: I mean Hamill's the goat. Hamill is the absolute goat. And that's what I my joker that I do for conventions and especially for charity work is literally my version and homage to Hamill because Hamill could be funny for a kid show and be very playful evil and then in the next line demonic and then the next line after that he goes right back to being playful and funny so he could just hit all the beats in that voice uh live action wise we've we've been blessed with some of the like from romero to nicholson to ledger a sudden jump past one person and then uh, of the Irish actor <laughs> whose name escapes me, who was uh, the Bat- in the Batman, I thought that was a tremendous take as well. So, but to me, Hamill's the goat, but live action wise, we've just, we've just been blessed with some amazing takes on the Joker.
0: And then one miss, but you know.
1: <laughs> and then one that we don't talk about.
0: <laughs> <laughs> By the way, I've hired a new prop master. My husband is doing a fantastic job getting my um, cauldron going, and he brought over my glittery potion. Is that that just wine? Did he just give you
1: basically some, like, you know, red wine, basically?
0: (laughs) No, this is is something I bought at a con, um, which I can remember the vendor name because Mm -hmm. you shake it and it's glittery. Oh, cool! Not recommend drinking this. <laughs> but it, um, yes, I have lots of lots of magic goodies. Um, so, how did you get into cosplay?
1: Uh, it was a complete accident. I never Joker wasn't even my favorite Batman villain. Uh, Two Face and Mister Freeze, I think, are are to me, are have always been a little bit more interesting than the Joker. Uh, But a a very good friend of mine, like a brother, a brother of mine was going overseas uh, for the first time since his kid had been born. And it was it was really bothering him. He's having He's having a rough deployment. So we did letters to the troops from the inmates of Arkham Asylum. So I voiced the Joker, Bane and Killer Croc. And then his friend, our his our continuous friends and then the, the family who were just regular people, most of which had never acted before read all of the different rogues gallery parts Aww. and some people had heard that like i would posted it and then when uh, i started going to conventions with jim hall when we were working on a graphic novel together i kind of met people and started doing my joker voice and people were like dude do you ever suit up like oh my god and one halloween i did it and like i finally suited up as the joker and i went for the first time it actually looked good i had really long hair back then Had like really had not cut my hair in like a year it was crazy hair just bad makeup it didn't look like that was great but it killed at the party it absolutely killed and that just kind of led to it where i did it at a convention with my buddy jeremy jones as batman i went as the joker at mcfc and that was it it was people were reacting to it they loved it they were you know i was getting you know people running up to me and stuff like you know making making people have a bad day you're making them laugh and that's kind of how I fell into it, and I've been doing it ever since. Like, especially once we started doing charity work, that's when I just started doing the Joker the most. Like, I will—I could never do a convention again as the Joker, but if I will always go to like hospital visits and stuff like that as the Joker. It's amazing stuff.
0: And what's the name of the charity that you work with?
1: Uh, they're called Cosplay Memphis, so C-A-U-S-E hyphen Play, and we're actually have Superhero Day coming up. At Labonar, and this will be my third time going as the Joker. And uh I tell people, like, if you have a costume group, it, villains, I think you have to be able to do the character. Like, even if you're Vader, being able to mm-hmm. deliver lines and, and and work with the kids, because there are some kids that look kids actually look at you and like they're scared. They don't want to approach you, they don't want to go near you. But it's up up to the individual to be like, okay, I'm going to leave that person alone. I'm not going to go over there or I'm going to be making fun of myself. I'm going to, you know, taking shots at myself to to make them feel better. Or I'm just going to avoid them like, hey, I'm not here for them because for every five kids are like, oh, the Joker's here. They're going to have three kids that absolutely freak out that Darth Vader's there. The Joker's there. Like sometimes the kid's favorite character is the bad guy it's not the hero Mm
0: -hmm. especially I find um the kids going through such scary things like they really kind of gravitate towards the darker characters because those characters aren't so scary
1: Mm -hmm. when you're going
0: through something life-threatening like
1: and for me it's like if you can if you can embody the character if you're not just a person in a suit but, like, I've, I've got some friends of mine, like John Scanlon and James Fike, uh, Andrea Starnes, Jordan. They, they do the character while suited up. So they'll answer questions as Spider-Man. They'll answer questions as Agent Carter would. And it helps bring them into a fantasy and get them out of that reality. And I think with villains, it's even more so because villains are usually the more dynamic character. They're the more interesting character. They're usually funnier than the the hero, where they say the more interesting things than the hero does. Especially the Joker, who's it's just Batman sucks. He's like he's like a Dollar General store Moon Knight. It's just terrible. <laughs> like if you ordered Daredevil off of Wish, Batman would show up at your house. Let's just just gonna call it what it is.
0: <laughs> there was a meme going around about how Batman and Daredevil should really switch names. Because like yeah. Daredevil uses his sonar. Yeah. <laughs> and, um, yeah but he's like has I the pr- bad
1: senses, yeah.
0: Uh-huh. <laughs> mm-hmm. And yeah, just there's a whole bunch of other reasons that were very funny that are escaping me right now. But yeah. <laughs> Batman's very dour and just serious. And Joker's the opposite of that. He's fun. <laughs> And, but he's not killing people.
1: And it's, I mean, that's the beauty of the Joker is that you can have a completely goofy Joker like Cesar Romero. Like everybody, Cesar Romero is very, very clownish. The very first time you see him face off with Batman, he's choking Batman up against the wall, though. So there's there's seriousness. Or you can take it the ledger way, where he's making jokes, but the people in the theater, not everyone's laughing at the jokes. Only the people who have a dark sense of humor. When he rams that guy's head in the pencil, and he goes, "It's God, like that." My brother and I died laughing. We were the only people in the theater laughing. His his fiance at the time was looking at us like, "What the hell is wrong with you?"
0: You're like, I don't have time to explain so many things.
1: Oh, we didn't, we weren't going to. <laughs> but that's why I like about you. can Just the, the character they can take it anywhere. And unfortunately they can also take it to some bad renditions that are not the Joker when he's too serious and he isn't funny or he doesn't find himself funny. You know, he's, there's not that dark sense of humor to connect with that darker, the audience that enjoys that darker entertainment. I find that that's not a good Joker and Gotham did it. They had a great Joker in the, uh, the young man that was portraying him at first and then he sort of became like this zon, like this kind of humorless joker. And it was like you had all that talent. He was he was nailing it on a right. show I didn't really like. He was killing it, and I still think to this day they should give that guy a shot. They should really give him a shot to take the reins.
0: Because it's not his fault. He was written and directed to that way. Yeah,
1: I, unfortunately, that's the case with actors. It's like, oh well, wait a minute, you sucked at that. Uh, you told me to do it this way, and I did. I've done some. I've done some voice work where the director's like, "Well, I didn't like that." And I was like, "Well, this is exactly what you told me to do. I told you it wasn't <laughs> yep. going to work. You wanted me to do a, a character voice. So I was kind of character part,' and it went over like a fart in church. It just didn't work at all. <laughs> yep, basically, and
0: that's the reason why some actors can win, both a Razzie and an Oscar in the same year for two different movies. Mm
1: -hmm. That's very true. That is very, very true.
0: Um, So we have a lot of comments already, uh, but I want to put this one up. So Missy Pierce, uh, Andrea's sister says so proud Mm -hmm. of the work that cosplay Memphis does and that my sister is part of such a fantastic group. We are so proud of Andrea um, who obviously is not on the Tuesday Mm -hmm. show. She's, because she's busy Tuesday nights, but she's a, she's always on the Friday show. So if you all miss her, catch the Friday show <laughs> every third is, Friday.
1: She is wonderful at events. She she's is true. Amazing. She suits up. She is the character. She's connecting with the kids. And she is portraying a hero. And I know that she's shown up when she's had a bad day. And that's the main thing about charity work. Cosplay really is for everybody. You want to be Daredevil, be Daredevil. You want to be Goku, be Goku. But when you do charity events, you have to be able to take yourself out of the equation. Yep. I, I love being the Joker. Uh, there are certain charities that do not want the Joker there. And I do not get bothered by it. It does not, I don't get mad about it. I completely understand why. I would not suit up for certain heroes because I could not, I feel that I couldn't take that kid out of reality by my appearance as that character. And that's, that's not a body issue or anything like that. It's got to take yourself out of the equation when it comes to charity. Can you, especially when you're doing children's hospital visits is what I think. Like, is your costume awesome? Is it, is it literally going to help them break reality? Is it great? Then suit up and do it. If it's about you, then don't do it. If you're going to make it about yourself, don't do it.
0: Right. And I want to, um, say hi to Carl real quick. Carl says he can't stay, but he'll rewatch later. He's dropping his leg and running. Love you, Carl. Um, but yes, I agree 100%. Like Charity work is absolutely, it's not about you. And yeah. you. I still feel like when I do charity work, I feel like I get a lot at the end of the day, but it's not because I'm putting myself first. It's because mm-hmm. it's rewarding.
1: It's it's amazingly rewarding. Like the, the most fun I've had being the Joker has never been at a convention. It's either been doing charity work or walking to the venue from the hotel in full makeup and gear and just interacting with normal people. To me, that's the most fun you're going to have in a suited up. That's the most fun you're going to have.
0: I agree. Um, so do you have a story like a favorite story that you want to share about
1: about being the joker
0: yeah about being the joker
1: uh i know that's hard i have a couple uh one was actually meeting kevin conroy i was very lucky to be able to go to convention to meet kevin conroy before his passing and if anyone doesn't know that is i'm talking about the man who has voiced batman for well over 20 years from video games to animated films to i mean everything the man was Batman. And I realized that I was probably going to be the 20 billionth Joker to show it at his table to make him try to get him to laugh. So I I, I was like, I usually don't get nervous when I'm the Joker, but I was like, all right, I got to meet. I've got to get my a game. So I go up to the table. I'm in full character. Again, there's kids around. So I'm sticking in the character. My buddy Jeremy's there getting ready to take the picture and all that. And He's like, so I guess you're, you know, a fan of the show. And I, I've known of his work before. So, as the Joker, I said, Well, actually, I'm a big Tour of Duty fan. I loved your lieutenant character in that. What have you been doing recently? And he <laughs> started laughing and he caught himself and he looked at me. And the guy who played Robin fell out laughing behind his table. And so, there's this picture of me grinning like that. And you see, Kevin Connor is like making a face like this right before he busts out laughing.
0: And to me, was
1: But we've had I've had some actually great moments of charity stuff where uh, my friend Tim and I, Tim Rucker dresses up as uh, suits up rather as Captain America. And we did mm-hmm. this was before covid. So we could do room visits. We could actually go into the room, the hospital rooms where kids were recovering or they were waiting for treatment. And we were doing the floor. I would like Tim, Tim, go first and I'll laugh in the hallway. And if the kid reacts like, what is that? Then the nurse can give me a sign and I won't go in that room. So and luckily it never happened. This one girl, Tim, we went in there first Captain America's talking to the family. And he told me the second you started laughing, she sat up straight, huge grin. Is the Joker here? Is the Joker coming in here? Oh, and they my had God. Seen, we had done a little stuff on the, on the television show in La Bonner, like in the morning. So they, they had seen me as the Joker on TV. And when I came in and I was insulting her family, she's amazing. She's wonderful. Her dad dresses like old graph paper. Like I'm just, you know, just, just roasting the family that she was laughing. And they said, Hey, do you want to get a picture with these guys? And she jumps out of bed and the mother just like freezes, just kind of like take, it takes a step back because she'd been so lethargic and so kind of down. That everything was kind of like, she just, uh, I just don't want to get out of bed. And now she's literally like pulling her IV thing with her to come get a picture with Captain America and the Joker. So those are my two that are just like, like one's convention, but the other one, I love Kevin Conway to death, but that story will always be the one that's like the, the number one for me.
0: I love that so much. That's incredible.
1: <laughs> I just, that's why, that's why you love doing it. That's why you love doing it.
0: It's just, oh, they make it all worth it. Like all the hours you spend putting together the costume. Unless putting you're putting tea. the makeup on. <laughs> 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 so uh, Ryan has a question for you. Mm-hmm. Favorite Batman movie comic series go. Hmm. So,
1: Let me see. Favorite Batman movie. Uh, When I thought, okay, closest to the character of Batman that I enjoyed was Batman Begins because of the no-kill rule. Both of the other, outside of the latest Batman with Robert Pattinson, Michael Keaton's Batman killed and uh, Ben Affleck's Batman killed. I don't like that. Because if Batman is doing that, which you can sell me that story, the Joker has to be the first person he kills without a doubt. That should, that should be what makes him choose to take life. I thought that uh, Batman Begins to me was just a, a way of like solidifying the story, getting right into it. And the way he fought was like an animal, you know, like that was the whole thing. But to me they really haven't had the quintessential Batman yet because every Batman ends up being Iron Man. The suit is more the hero. He's walking through gunfire. He has a he has more it's always about the gadgets and the tech and not about the man inside the suit, the sharp mind, the mm-hmm. it's all about justice. I want to see him fighting crime, I want to see him fighting police corruption, I want to see him fighting corporations and they always just kind of stick to the supervillain story. So Batman Begins, at least he was taken on like mob. He was taken on like the mob at the beginning of that. So that was good. Uh, Comic, I don't really have a favorite Batman comic because there's so many of them I enjoy. Uh, Really like the Nightfall series, how they introduced Bane. There were some terrific versions of Batman that were in the Justice League run back in the early 2000s, late 90s that they did. They did a No Man's Land. Actually, I'd say No Man's Land is up there. And the Greg Rucka no Man's novel, Man's if you've never amazing. read it, do yourself a favor. Greg Rucka's novel of the No Man's Land is amazing. There, the Joker, His version of the Joker, Two-Face, Bane, like how he breathes life to the villains. Creation of Harley Quinn happens in No Man's Land. It's such a great story. And that's a great Batman because Bruce sacrifices being Batman because Bruce Wayne could help the people of Gotham more than Batman could at the beginning. But then when Bruce Wayne fails, that the government isn't listening to him, that he goes back to Gotham as Batman. And then he has to pay the price for being absent for so long. So that was good. Uh, Comic series. uh, I mean, Batman, the animated adventures. I mean, hands down. We've had some good ones. We've had some other good ones. But the animated series is just art. It's everything about that show is quality. And then in the, the last season they changed the whole like art style of the characters and they went darker and they were telling darker stories out of nowhere. And it still, it still killed. So yeah, that's what I would say. What about you, Kales? What about you? What do you think? about? Who's <laughs> your favorite dog? <daughter? laughs>
0: I agree with you that in live action, we haven't gotten it yet. It, it's just not, there's pieces, but it's not there. Um, so Batman the Animated Series is the <laughs> the measuring stick by which all other Batman media is measured, just yeah. hands down. Um, so I really, I also really like No Man's Land. Uh, have you heard, have you listened to the graphic audio production of it?
1: Yes, actually it was one of, that was one of my, that and uh, when they did that one and No Man's Land, Nightfall and the Death of Superman. Those were like ones I got into heavily. They're so good. Oh yeah.
0: all, I love all the graphic audio productions. I'm sorry, sad that they don't do superhero stuff anymore, or they don't do DC and Marvel, but they lost a lot. Well, of they things.
1: they've done some really interesting stuff with Batman over at HBO or or Max or whatever you want to call it. And this was all before the strike. All this stuff is is uh, yeah, pre po- yeah. strike rather, but uh oh, Winston Duke. Uh, who was uh, M'Baku and Black Panther, voices Batman in one of them. And then Jeffrey Wright, who was Commissioner Gordon and The Batman, voices him in the Batman audio adventures on the Cinemax or HBO or something like that. So there have been some Spanish- mm-hmm. Oh, that that one's great. You have John Leguizamo as the Riddler. Brent Spiner mm-hmm. as Joker. Like, it's got some A-list talent on
0: to look this up um and for comic the long halloween
1: oh yeah long halloween is awesome that is great stuff
0: i feel like it's cheating to even say that and then the animated version of that like oh, if God. they could just make that into a live action mm-hmm. movie that would be my batman like that that cast was perfect the you're just saying wonderful. that because dean
1: winchester was batman calm down Calmed, I hear that all. Oh, Dean Winchester's bad. No, that's all we hear. <laughs>
0: I am a shell-a-shell-a woman, and I will not apologize for it.
1: <laughs> I will say, I will say, a special shout out to the Injustice cartoon because Anson Mount's Batman and Kevin Pollock's Evil Joker were really good in that. They were solid.
0: Yes, agreed. And let's see, we have Ryan also wants to know what's your favorite scary movie?
1: The thing. Don't even have to don't have to think about it. Got the got big trouble in Chill China behind me. The thing is literally right there. Uh, to me, the thing is the perfect horror movie. I have never seen a horror movie that matches every bit of all the elements of fear the way that the thing does john carpenter's masterpiece does because it's isolation it's paranoia but the creature itself defies classification it's not a giant bug it's not a demon it's not a ghost it's not a zombie it can be a person it can be a dog but then it turns into a love crafting and nightmare in the blink of an eye so to me without a shadow of a doubt it's the thing
0: that makes sense
1: do you disagree with me?
0: No, no. <laughs> I haven't seen the thing, so I can't disagree with you. My horror movie education is lacking because um, I, for the longest time, could not watch horror movies because my imagination is too.
1: I'm sorry. Vivid. I'm sorry. I'm no. blacked out for a minute. No. Did you say you've never seen the thing? Yes. Okay, I, we're gonna have I to edit. we're gonna have to rectify that immediately.
0: Okay, <laughs> tell me where it's streaming, and I will fix that. <laughs>
1: oh, it, it's one of those things that pops on and off. It'll be on Amazon, and then it'll be on okay. Netflix, and then it'll be on Hulu. Because yeah, I've caught it. I have it on Blu-ray. I've got you know, I've gotten four copies of it. Probably <laughs> one of one VHS that snapped. I watched it so often. But it's, it's one of those, that if you, if you, it's really one of those, if you don't like scary movies, even to this day, it's when I tell people, yeah, you might want to miss it because if you can't deal with the amount of the effects that were done in the eighties, still look mm-hmm. amazing to today's standards. Nice.
0: Well, I'm finally at a point where I can watch scary movies and enjoy them, but for the longest time in my life, I couldn't. I just couldn't. I think because when I was a kid, I was exposed to way too many scary movies and it traumatized me.
1: Well, see, now that as a mother, you've been traumatized even more by your children. So, (laughs) (laughs) Well,
0: and funny thing, my son is kind of obsessed with horror. So a few years ago, when he was too young, he um, wanted to watch The Shining and threw a fit because we wouldn't let him watch it. And I'm like, no, honey. Like, we let him watch The Ring because that's PG-13. And he got bored half.
1: Well, my brother's kids wanted to watch, and they're, uh, the, the oldest now is in middle school, just started middle school. The, other, the, oldest, the, the youngest is still pretty young. And they wanted to watch Supernatural. And my brother's like, yeah, I'm thinking about watching Supernatural. And he and I are old enough that we were living together when it came out. And I was like, dude, do you remember the first season of Supernatural? It's really bloody. Like for what was on mainstream television, it was shocking what they were getting away with.
0: My husband is calling BS. He's like, you can. When do you watch scary movies? Okay, (laughs) honey, I am up. Well, first of all, I've watched Supernatural, which I know is not the same thing. But not the same thing. It's okay. Okay. Um we've watched at least like one scary movie and yeah, I, I'm I'm ready to try.
1: <laughs> Have you seen Tremors? Oh yeah. Okay, so I saw that one when... people getting into horror. That's a great monster movie to get into.
0: Yeah, because that's it's one of the than... ones that I saw when I was way too young. <laughs> 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 but yes, I've seen Tremors. No, yeah. I think I've seen like Aren't there more than
1: one? Oh, God, there's there's one great one. Tremors, the first one's awesome. The second one's okay. It's good. It's still good. But then they sort of peter off as it goes, which is yeah, a shame awesome. to me because the Michael Gross, who plays Burt Grummer, like, if he's not in him, you wouldn't watch him because he's always good. He's solidly good, and even, even those direct-to-video Tremor moves.
0: So, um, sorry, <laughs> I'm just, it's midway through the show. So I know that we both do not have much room to do the catwalk.
1: Oh, okay, yeah, I'm fine. We don't need to do the catwalk. <laughs> I'm wearing a, cat, a shirt and my gloves. There you go. Cat Picture done.
0: <laughs> okay. Well, I'm going to stand up long enough to show off my belt because I love this belt. I've definitely worn that in a few episodes, but. Oh, that's cool.
1: Did you make that or did you get that?
0: I got that for a dollar at a thrift store around here. It was like the best purchase I ever made. I've used it for a ton of closet cosplays.
1: Thrift thrift, tour, thrift store shirt, by the way. Uh yes. actual my tie that I used to wear for work and I just recently bought a new vest because I had lost so much weight from my old Joker gear that it was swimming in it. So I I went and bought wow. most of my Joker gear comes from like thrift stores. I mean, that's, that's the me way to it. do it.
0: I am a big fan of thrift store cosplay. Like anytime you can save money. And I'm Midwestern, so I will tell you how much it costs.
1: <laughs> <laughs> I'm just cheap. I'm just a cheap person.
0: <laughs> that is also valid and i just realized i did not upload all the pictures so give me a sec while i multitask here (laughs) this is why i shouldn't be allowed to run the show by myself all right so what is your favorite cosplay of all the Costumes that you've done besides the Joker.
1: Removing the Joker, uh removing Joker out of it. Uh I my Captain Cold that I've never actually worn to a convention because, like, every time I'm gonna go with somebody, it's always like falling through. Like, I Captain Cold gear looks awesome. It looks great, and I've never been able to really wear it anywhere uh otherwise like i love being mr hyde i've only been mr hyde like a couple of a couple of times i mean that dr jekyll and mr is like my one of my favorite horror stories of all time because it's the ultimate alter ego that's the beginning of most villain stories you know yes uh i enjoy Sabretooth, but i have to if i do saber tooth i try and grow my beard out to do it and that's a problem uh, loved Cobra Commander I had Cobra Commander A uh, great story with Cobra Commander Mark Meeker and I And Marcy Meeker went to a convention As, as Baroness Destro And Cobra Commander Mark Meeker's Baroness is amazing If you haven't seen it You just need to owe it to yourself to see it. But uh, Mark and I walked in And he was Destro on Cobra Commander And so in character We started arguing with each other <laughs> And it really bothered people that they started like getting out of our way. And people that we knew that were set up as guests were dying laughing because they thought we were actually, and I'm I'm doing the Cobra Commander voice. And he's doing Destro's voice. And we're just mutton and Jeffing back and forth like we always do. And people were like, hey, you know, I'm six one, he's six two, six, three, you know, bigger size guys. And people were just like <laughs> <laughs> I got a, I got a bunch of favorite villains the problem is my the villains that I like to do are usually not recognized by most people uh, jigsaw from Punisher I have a pre I have a really good jigsaw and I've even it's even better now because I've done makeup like makeup tests I've just never filmed and did it myself but the one time I did it at a con two people knew who I was everyone else just left me alone like they were like oh God. Cause I had scar makeup all over my face and over the <laughs> pattern and all that. And a comic book creator, like got a picture with me. He was like, dude, that is amazing. Jigsaw. Like, how did you do that? I was like, man, nobody knows who I am. It's like, all they know is the films, man. All they know is the films.
0: I mean, that, that happens to me too. Sometimes when I do um, some heroes that are only in mm-hmm. comics, but when it's a hero, it's fine. Cause they're not as scary.
1: <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Well, like I did Metallo at Superman Celebration, and I thought it looked really good. Like uh, I had a foam armor. It's designed for the heat, so it's really comfortable. It's just cloth clothing and foam armor, and I was – I suited up once. The first time I did it, didn't get a big response. I, I updated everything. I did it again, and it was like it's Superman. It's Metropolis. It's like five people recognized Metallo. And I was just, I was just like, I don't get this, but anything that had been on the Supergirl or the TV shows or the films, people got. And I was just like, dude, I am the tallow for God's sake. It was the arch enemy of Superman. What the hell's going on here?
0: It happens, though. Uh, I mean, whatever is on TV recently is going to get yeah. the most traction. But the nice thing about those lesser known characters is the people who do recognize you usually get really excited cuz they haven't seen as yeah. many people cosplaying.
1: I did Lobster Johnson from Hellboy at a convention. And I walked in and people were just looking at me, nobody knew who I was. And as I was going to get checked in, uh my friend Emily who I met there was doing Hellboy. And she looked at me and she said, she froze because she couldn't believe someone was doing Lobster Johnson. And when so the time she grabs me, goes, I got someone you need to meet, and drags me over to Doug Jones's table, oh. and Abe Sapien. And I'm sitting there like, oh, I don't you know. And people in line, though, for him are like, oh my God, it's hell, it's, it's Hellboy and Lobster Johnson. And he gets, he's he oh is magic God. with all his people, like his fans. He's magic. He turns around and he sees her, he goes, oh, hey, Emily knew her. And then looks at me, and he gets up. Oh he goes, my goodness! Lobster, effing Johnson. He comes around the thing, gets pictures with us, gives me the big mwah, mwah like the side kisses. which I was like that. Then he told me to go see Ron Perlman, who was there. He goes, "You got to go see Ron. He'll freak out, man. Like he'll freak out if he sees you." But this was the Sons of Anarchy reunion, so Ron's line was about four hundred deep. <laughs> so I believe I it. Go see him. But again, you like Ron- maybe next time nobody knows who lobster johnson is nobody knows and i love that character and i gotta say knock on you know knock toot my own horn knock on wood here but my lobster johnson costume looks pretty wicked but nobody oh, knows. <laughs>
0: <Wait>. <laughs> which segue let's show off your pictures oh and if you just want to talk a little bit about each one as i put them on the screen so
1: this is the cobra commander my buddy mark got me the hood and uh, that chess piece I've used for a number of things. You just can't see the Cobra symbol right there. And this was with the, I think this was MCFC uh, or Mid-South Con, where they had a photographer buddy of theirs take pictures of us in our Cobra gear. And to me, that's like the best shot of the Cobra Commander because that looks great. They really did. A good, it the good. guy was talented. He nailed that shot. That's so. That is Brian Huff's uh, shot right there of us at Selmer when we went to the uh, we went to the uh, Selmer. Oh, I, the the name of the 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 for some reason it, it basically it was a it's a center that helps uh, uh, victims of child abuse, and so they have mm-hmm. a big superhero day, and I came in as the Joker. We had an absolutely wonderful time there. But most of that you can see is that's all thrift store gear right there. Nice. That jacket that I got there is all thrift store shopped.
0: Oh, wow. That's really, that's a good find. And that's um, Huffoto, h u f f o t o right?
1: Huffoto, Brian Huff. And if you notice that there's makeup on my left shoulder, that comes from Harley Quinn's hugging me and not (laughs) sealing the makeup. So please yeah, yeah. seal your makeup when you go to a convention. <laughs> For real. And this was a Mr. Hyde shoot that uh, my, my friend, Megan Jones, they were uh, my buddy Dijon, uh, who does shadow entertainment was doing, he's a photographer does shots in, uh, in Nashville does convention work too now. And they were doing a big photo shoot. And she asked me, like, Hey, could you, do you want to come? Cause it was the, the studio was near my house. She goes, well, "You can bring your Mister Hyde," and she was doing a succubus, like a, like a, like a succubus wow. outfit. And I said, "We'll do this. I'll do Doctor Jekyll, and then I'll become Mister Hyde, and you'll be like the demon on my shoulder, whispering in my ear." And so that's the Mister Hyde. I love. I, I tell people contacts can make a costume. So those white lensed contacts, for some reason, work so good for Mister Hyde. Yeah. They really just, and it's nothing but contacts, thrift store clothing, stage blood. And if you can't, I don't know if you can see it, but you can I got te- tusk teeth coming up. So all it. my canines are elongated with little uh, appliances I put in there. And by the way, get and some the- good stage blood. Get some good stage blood. The stuff I think is Ben Nye or Backstage. I had it was a theater supply in Memphis I got it from. And I was on a film when I found out about it because they use sucrose. So it's sugar and it washes right out. Like that shirt was heavily bloodstained, washed right out. But also if you get it in your mouth, you're just like, just sugar. You're fine. (laughs) Yum. Oh, there's me again. (laughs) Joker really really is the most fun I get to have though. It's almost like a therapy session. (laughs) Because if I show up, I just stay in character. So this uh, is a bit of my saber tooth costume, my long coat. Those claws are from Dark Matter Props, and I got Mm -hmm. them because they were on sale. And those are the best things. They are movie quality props that I got on sale, and I've had them for years. So this was a vampire shot or I was messing around with doing some kind of just makeup testing. Can't really see the fangs, but uh, it blew up on social media a little bit. I got, some, I got some traction off of it. But I, and I got some inappropriate comments from the Dracula vampire masquerade people, but I appreciated it. I appreciated those comments.
0: <laughs> You're not here to kink shame, right? No, no, we don't kink shame. We don't kink. Joker does not kink shame.
1: <laughs> and this was uh, another Brian Huff one that we did, and this was my suit for Bluff City Batman. So this version of the Joker has been caught by Arkham, and Wayne Industries, the good people at Wayne Industries, have put a chip in his head that controls his behavior. So I was there cleaning the car, entertaining the crowd, uh, being nice. And they had a little, they'd give me had remotes so they could give me shock treatments for people to, and make me sing and dance. Did a few song and dance numbers while I was there to Harley, who did not appreciate the music. By the way. <laughs> <laughs> And there's Metallo. I didn't have a really great close-up one, but I love that Metallo gear.
0: That's such really, a good costume.
1: Because I just, I like the idea. The one thing you can't do in Metropolis is do a lot of makeup because that heat, because I did Two-Face once and like in an hour, my whole appliance that I, and it looked great. Like I came out of the hotel when people were freaking out and then it just would sloth off because the, the heat. And a lot of people don't get that. It's gross. That anything you put on your face like latex. It's not going to last. So both ledger and Nicholson had makeup artists that every four minutes, five minutes, all right, cut, someone would run in and reapply the scars to their faces because your lips, your mouth, the, the skin around your mouth will just work appliances off of you. So that's why in Star Trek and stuff, they'll wear complete hoods and this will, their mouth will be cut out, but that'll be a complete silicone thing goes around. So I just don't wear anything on the face at metropolis it's just way too uncomfortable
0: agreed and then i'm going to go through the guest or not guest um viewers mission but first i'm going to go through some of our photos so or some of my photos basically <laughs> so this is a shoot i organized which i think you may be in this one This was Batman villains versus Gotham villains.
1: Oh, Metropolis villains. Those are are Metropolis villains, aren't
0: they? Uh, yep. Not Batman villains. I'm sorry.
1: Superman villains. Superman villains versus. No, I wasn't there for that one, but that is the that is the go to alleyway in Metropolis to take group photos. (laughs) Yes, that is. (laughs) Yes, it
0: is. I have a great um, one of
1: choking Casey Super as Two-Face now <laughs> in the alleyway.
0: <laughs> well, and this isn't the alleyway. This is the um, the dilapidated building over by the hotel.
1: Oh, yeah, that's right. That's right.
0: <laughs> but yes, that go-to alleyway. Lots of good photo shoots there. Um, and Dias Cartoon says, hello, hello. What's up? Um, and then here is a close up of the Superman villains. Excellent. I
1: did not send you my Manchester Black. I absolutely love Manchester. Oh, Black. I love
0: your your Manchester Black is awesome. And then, of course, the Gotham villains. And then we have. Well, I know her.
1: There's there's a Harley. <laughs> yes, other. Absolutely wonderful, and she is amazing at charity events. When she shows up as Harley at charity gigs, the kids love her because she, she does not break character. She uses the Arlene Sorkin voice. She is a phenomenal oh. and a very good friend of mine. She's a wonderful person through and through.
0: She is, I have not met her in person yet, but she's such a sweetheart. She's a good friend of the show, and... I mean, I mean, she's I technically me and still Andrew.
1: wanted by Interpol, but I mean, other than that, she's good people.
0: She's very good people. You know what? We look the other way. <laughs> we look the other way on that stuff, especially on our villains episode. Um, this is my dear friend Alex Alexandra A. Kane underscore Snapshot Set ninety eight. She sent her Mara Jade because, as we know, Mara Jade's kind of a wild card and starts out as a villain mm-hmm. and. She's just uh, one of my Chicago area friends. And our friend, Sarah.
1: Sarah and her melephaniciousness. I have is. to kill Sarah later this year, or at least try to kill Sarah later this year. So I've got to put a pin in that. I've got to put a pin in that. Mm. We're going to do a film together, and I'm the villain while she plays the title hero of Laura Croft.
0: Yes, her Laura Croft is... I
1: I, I adore Sarah. She is absolutely wonderful. Always brings the A-game for costumes, but she, again, has done great charity work, suiting up. It's good to see her being evil for once instead of always being a (laughs) lame And
0: then this is Loki of Summit City, who just makes an awesome Loki. And... Our friend of the show, Dave Mattingly, with his <laughs> mini-me. Dave is one of the most interesting people that I know virtually. And just, I adore him. Yeah. And I'm fascinated by him. So, thank you for your submission, Dave. That was all our wonderful submissions. <laughs> like, everyone we know is very talented. So... um you just went to a con recently what mm-hmm. stories do you have to share from that con i know uh, it was a lot of fun
1: uh it was number one it was a memphis comic expo uh put on by donna youngling uh it was run by tracy and it is an absolutely fantastic convention in memphis but it's a it's more of a creator a comic book creator focused convention and especially a big focus on independent artists so crafts people there. Crail, of the of obviously from the show was there selling the Pokeballs as you've seen on, the, on that on the ad. But uh, I have been. This was my third year going as the Joker, as entertainment. I was with Bluff City Batman uh, with the Batmobile, doing my thing there and uh, had a great time. They actually had one of my favorite authors and artists there, Alan Davis, and I oh, wow. hate meeting my people that i've read and got me into comics you know i consider the goats of comics like this but when i'm when i'm at a convention and I, i've been asked to come to a convention to be the joker i'm like i'm going to be there the entire time as the joker so i made time as the joker to go and i was going to just be myself and talk to him but there were kids around so i talked to him as the joker gushing about <laughs> Being an Excalibur <laughs> fan, I was what you did with Megan and the and the romance between Nightcrawler and Captain Britain and Megan. It just it just it was always pulling at my heartstrings. And he was just kind of oh. looking at me.
0: He's like, "What is happening?"
1: But the guy who was with him was knew of me and was like, "Oh, this is the guy. He's he's here at the convention. You know, he's he's the Joker that's here." And uh, so I said, like, "By the way, if anyone messes with you, just let me know. I've got a wood chipper I always warmed out outside." take, <laughs> and he kind of, he, he kind of Chuck was a very he's a very kind of just kind of straightforward British gentleman. So you know, gave me the fist bump. Oh I got my I got my sketchbook signed. But then I found out later he was talking to the staff about me. And that Joker guy was pretty funny. He was, <laughs> he was gonna put somebody in a wood chipper for me. <laughs> But it was. There were just so many great uh, interactions there. Uh, people at Fanboy Entertainment were hilarious to hang out with. The Mandalorian Mercs, the, the Basulgic Clan, the, the 501st, my Star Wars family. Absolutely amazing, wonderful people that do a great job. I, I look forward to seeing them every time we do anything. If I see them there, I know I'm going to have a great time. A lot of my friends were there, you know, setting up, selling and vending and just entertaining the crowd. Did some music, did some song and
0: dance numbers,
1: you know, which you can find videos of me doing it. So <laughs>
0: Yes, yes. And Heidi curtis Metz says we'll meet up soon. I agree. I hope so. Didn't and, um, say anything
1: about me. Hateful.
0: Absolutely. Uh, speaking of videos, I'm going to play this little video that Crayley got of you. Hey, Mr. J.
1: Yeah. What are you doing in January? Oh, I've got a number of things lined up. I'm going to go to Con Dock, see my buddy Teth Adam. Then I'm going to go buy a park, look, hang out with Darkseid. And then I'm going to be part of the Multiverse
0: fundraiser.
1: But we're going to be raising Terry for comic books for kids. These kids need to know how to be... The Legion of Doom the right way, and only comic books can teach them that way. So make sure you check all your social media platforms with just when to sign up and tune in. And we're going to have fun, fun, fun. <laughs> <Tune in. laughs> so I'm on a lot of caffeine. <laughs> I'm not doing
0: that stuff. <laughs> I figure that's just how you wake up. No, actually, uh,
1: I I think that was the that was the second day. Like when I get to, when I go full character in the Joker, it is like I get to burn off a lot of steam. So I get to uh, like all any all the tension going on in life, I just vent it through that channel, and just entertain people and have a good time. I know how you feel about
0: me, <laughs> and Heidi says, "You know how I feel about you, Mister J." Not a Everybody fan of loves fan
1: ocean Heidi Smith by the way not a fan of Billy ocean
0: <laughs> so um the very last question I have for you and I'm going to give you the full screen so it really is going to be all about you um, oh, thank God. <laughs> you're like finally finally
1: mm-hmm.
0: hang on a second all right so what advice would you give to people who are just getting started out in cosplay?
1: Uh, one, do the character you want to do. Do it for yourself. Don't do it to get attention. Don't do it to be popular. Do it for fun. That is the m- best way to do this. This this can be a very expensive hobby. Uh, people's egos get caught up in it. And the main thing is just do it for fun. Do the character that you want to do. I will say that if you really want to have maximum fun, be the character. Like, don't just suit up as Spider Man or Captain Marvel, but if you can actually portray the character in some way, you're going to take your enjoyment up to a whole other level, and people are going to respond to it. Uh, and also, just don't listen to don't listen to negative comments that people love to troll. People love to talk crap. Behind a computer screen, people love to talk down to people they see having fun and that they don't have the courage to step out and be silly. And that's just the way it is. So, the main thing is when you're getting into this, just have fun, but also keep your expectations real. And by that, I mean money. Do not spend a lot of money on something you're going to wear once if you're getting into this. I know people that can. They have great jobs, they've got great lives, and they can afford to be Dr. Doom one time, Then they can sell it, buy a new costume. You know, just go go break into it without breaking the bank. You don't want to get into debt over what should just be a fun hobby. Okay? That's the main thing. Have fun with this.
0: That is excellent advice. Thank you.
1: I'm a very wise person. (laughs)
0: <laughs> yes you are slightly
1: homicidal
0: <laughs> only slightly twitch. Hopefully. <laughs> so what else are you involved in uh what can you tell people about all the creative projects you've got cooking because you've got a well, lot
1: well just recently the last episode of agents that you can find on spokensignal.com, Uh, was released. I play the character Radio. It is a sort of an alternate universe pulp action series. It's a full audio drama cast. It's up available now and it's 100% free. It is directed and written by Robert Arnold, who was the creator of Chatterbox Audio Theater and he's the guy that got me into voice acting. He's the guy that saw in me the talent and pushed me. He's directed me. This guy wanted me to be the third toucan in the Jungle Book, I'd be the third toucan and I'd just sell that part. It's absolutely fantastic. And he's an amazing writer, fantastic writer. So please go check that, especially if you want to get into audio drama. If you love audio drama, Spoken Signal is all original content. And you also check out uh, Chatterbox Audio Theater for all of the wonderful shows they've done. And I was very blessed to be a part of a lot of them, but that they have such a depth of catalog and talent, it is crazy, absolutely crazy. Uh, my podcast right now is streaming, and it's about I've got the new episodes are going to be coming out this week. If not, quit having these power outages where I live. It's called The Confession of Johnny Eight. So if you're looking for a horror, serial killer podcast with a comedic, dark humor twist, uh, you can find it wherever you find your podcasts. It's on Spotify. It's on everything The Confession of Johnny Eight. Uh, I've got uh, the my first book, Lostborn, is available on Amazon. Uh, you can also order my short story collection, Necessary Evil, which I am hoping by the end of this year, beginning of next year, to release the audiobook version. And I am currently finishing my work on Scorcher, uh, hold on, let me check the title here. Written by Kelly Gutner. I don't know what Gutner is. Uh, <laughs> where I work, actually,
0: uh, Edwards. It's under Edwards because oh pen name. You're one
1: of those people. All
0: right, Because <laughs> <laughs> I know no one will remember how to spell or pronounce Getner.
1: It's been a, it's been a wonderful read. I got really into it. Bringing uh, the voice of Chill, reading the chapters that were specifically about Chill. And Kansas, who is doing the audio work on the Scorcher on the main character side, is doing phenomenal as well. I think you guys if you love superheroes. You like a good romance story as well. It's got action. It's got romance. It's a it's a unique individual superhero universe as well. So definitely check that out when it is released and she will be the one to tell, fill, fill you in on all that. And I'm hoping again I'll be releasing some uh, very uh, specific horror stuff coming up in October, the end of this month. And if you follow me on my social media at the Jowers, I'm doing voice Tober right now, where basically I'm taking Inktober and I'm doing a new voice every day. So after this is done, I've got to go record today's. I haven't, I haven't recorded able to record it yet. Uh, yesterday was Carnage, which uh, freaks some people out. Actually, uh, I, got <laughs> I got some messages. Some people were not fans. <laughs> yeah, are you
0: all right? Like, do we need to have an intervention?
1: It's too late for that. It's just too late. But that that's what I've got going on right now. And uh, later this year, we'll be doing a, a film with Josh Mason and Sarah Frites, who we've seen, who we saw as Maleficent. So hopefully you got more and more coming up. So stay tuned to me as well. Be bringing more and more crazy stuff. Uh Joker, world. I don't have another convention where I'll be showing up as the Joker. Uh, I will be at MCFC selling my woodwork that I do. Stormfall staffs. So I, I create walking sticks and uh, staffs and wands for cosplay. So I'll be selling those there. That'll be in November. And those are beautiful.
0: Oh, thank you. Thank You're you. busy. <laughs> I <tried to> be. <laughs> Heidi Curtis Smith says, and me, I'm in the movie. Wow quite the cast
1: J- josh and i are going to talk about that little hiccup <laughs>
0: <laughs> um and i put the link up there but your centralized link is mm-hmm. www.chris So we'll yes. be P-A-R-I-S. updating
1: websites getting updated this week too with all the new stuff thank you so much
0: <laughs> hey, I want to make sure people know where to find you because you're into a lot of awesome stuff. They should look you up. They should. <laughs> <laughs> and if anyone wants to find me, um, kellygetner.com K-E-L-L-Y-G-U-E-N-T-N-E-R.com, or, you know, Phoenix's Cosplay um, Cosplay Cafe on all social media platforms. Way too many social media platforms. (laughs) Y'all need to stop making social media platforms. Okay. Also, people need to stop tanking them. But that's another conversation for another day.
1: You leave him (laughs) alone. You leave Elon alone.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Hey, I wasn't going to name him. But, yeah, now what? So, until next time, I hope you all have a very happy week. And I really hope you enjoy your spooky season. Chris, thank you for being here. And I'm going to play our ad from our sponsor. Please consider buying from them for your Halloween costume to support the show and see you all next time. Cosplay cafe is sponsored by why cosplay.com, which is your one-stop shop for quality costumes and cosplay supplies. So click on the link in our show notes to get a 20% off discount. Or not, if you hate saving money. I don't know you. I don't know your life. Clicking on the link does help support our show. So you know what? Just do the thing. Do the thing.